welcome back to living your life for the first time ever. This is your girl, Kim D. I want to talk about self-worth. A lot of us young ladies, I'm talking especially to the young ladies today, because a lot of us don't know our self-worth because we never had a father in our life to tell us our self-worth. We didn't have a dad that was investing in us. I know many for us, I know for me, there was a man in the house, but his presence wasn't known. And when I say that, I'm saying he did not invest in telling you who you were, that you was worth of being loved correctly, to not settle, to know the ins and out, the pros and cons, the games that young boys play. And to tell you, don't even occupy your mind in trying to have a relationship with a boy right now. You need to concentrate on developing, getting your education, becoming who it is, go after your dreams, live for Christ, be holy and separated and set apart for God use only. We didn't have that coming up. So you think that your only value, your self-worth is esteemed in having a relationship with a boy. And you looking for this boy to tell you, are you pretty? Are you so, oh, you just look so nice and this and that. When that should have came from your father. Your father was the first man in your life that supposed to invest in telling you this. But we didn't get that growing up. Because some of us, I know for me, the man that was in the household with me, he was a player. He was running the streets. He was doing the same kind of games. So he couldn't tell me. He won't go sit down and tell me this is what you look for in a young man. And this is what you don't accept from a young man. Because he was running the streets. He was having women on the side. You know, I'm just going to put it out there because this is real. This is why young girls are so messed up. And you still, you may be 30, you may be 40, close to 50, and you still have a mindset as a little girl or like a teenager in high school, you still looking for that kind of guy because your father did not tell you, this is what you do not tolerate. So you tolerate a whole bunch of junk from guys out there just to say, I got a man, when you don't have a man. And he's running games on you because I'm going to tell you something. One thing the Holy Spirit showed me and um, early was because he, he showed me this is what you look for in a in a man. Let's say he's a man of God because I'm not, I'm not even dating. I, I, I made up my mind years ago. I didn't want to date. I told the Lord, I said, the man that you bring that comes in my life, he's going to be the man we're going to court. And from there, we'll get married. So the thing that you're looking for in a man of God is his spiritual walk with Christ, his, the way he carries himself. 
his character, everything that matters. Um, what is he doing in life? But you want to pay attention to a lot of things. And, you know, we get so hung up in so much materialistic things and how he looks. Man, that stuff is, it has no, no weight. Because people can, they play games today. They really do. And, um, you know, but you want to find somebody that knows. And I, I, and the Lord showed me, he said, a man sees the man that's playing games. He sees your worth. But if you accept him, he knows you don't know your self-worth. And I've had men that try to approach me. They go about all around the Marbury Bush. They try to go through somebody else and, oh, ask her, you know, this and that and that. No, why you can't come to me? Why you as a man can't come to me and ask me, oh, hi, my, my name is such and such. You know, can we, you know, talk and perhaps go get a cup of coffee or some tea? Why you can't approach me? And that's because the Holy Spirit showed me. When that man sees your self-worth, but he's a con man, he's going to come at you at a way thinking to try to see if you know your self-worth. So if he never had the gumption to come and present himself to you, he he ain't about nothing. And I made up my mind long time ago. No, a real man, he'll have the guts to come to me because I'm not... I'm not chasing a man. I won't do that. That's not my job. And I, you know, I used to hear people all the time, you know, Kim, you know, both of y'all grown, you know, y'all can approach. No. Why can't he come and approach me? What's wrong with him asking me? Because it's not my job to go to him and say, you know, I was wondering if we could go for a cup of tea. He'll know right then, man. She don't know her self-worth. I mean, she coming to me. I, I mean, wow. Even though in this day and time, a lot of guys think that it's okay for you to approach them. No, I don't think it's ever okay for a woman to approach a man. That man knows when he look at you, he likes you, he's attracted to you, he wants to talk to you, then let him pursue you. That's just it. Also, um... I have truly been blessed by watching uh, a coach here lately on YouTube. I keep calling him a pastor because in my heart, that's what I hear when he goes to talking. He teaches. He sound, he He's a man of God. You can just tell that off the bat. His name is Coach Rod. I will um, tell you this. You will be truly blessed because sometimes you women hear my side, but you need to hear it from a man's point of view and how men truly view you. You know, um, sometimes we're just ignorant and thinking that because of our upbringing and the way we've always done things, we think we know what a man likes and isn't that? No, we don't. We don't know how this man really sees us. And if you never had a father, like I said, to tell you, you need to listen to a man, a real man of God that would tell you, this is how you are looked at by a man. And this is how come you keep getting trapped in the same situations. I'm telling you ladies, it's 
it's time out. It's just time out. A lot of things that we do is because we just simply want to. We see things, we we ignore things because we think we're going to change this person. We think we're going to be able to fix this person. And actually what you're trying to do is make this man be somebody that he has no intentions of being. And I've told y'all before, you can't change a man. Only God can. And God can't change him if he has no desire to be changed. Because change isn't change until you change. That's just it. And we have this tendency of trying to make this man be who we want him to be when that ain't who he wants to be. And you know, like the quote that um that has been said for years that Angelo Mayo says, she says, when somebody shows you who they are, believe them. So while we always trying to overlook because we got in the back of our mind we gonna we gonna change them it takes me they need me in their life to change them no they need Jesus Christ and uh, some of you women that go to church told the Bible but y'all always gravitate to worldly men I, I I'm telling you, you need to check yourself something ain't right with that I I would strongly admonish you to rededicate your life to the Lord because I don't have a desire to want to date the world. And, but yet I'm looking for God's results in him. It's not going to happen. So I'm telling you, this is a new year. The spirit of God is shifting me. He started shifting me last year. And the beginning of this year, he told me there was time to change it because some of you have just truly been stuck in situations, not because you couldn't get out of it, but because that's what you wanted. You've been dating a person for years and they have not talked about marriage with you. You keep bringing it up. They ain't caring about it. Because they already know you're not who they want to marry. And sad to say, but some of you going to wind up being stringed along, just going along with this. And then you're going to look up one day and you're going to hear that he done proposed to somebody and they done got married. Because you wouldn't let him go when you should have never even entertained him from the beginning. We always trying to change somebody. You need to be changing. And I'm going to tell you, you need to concentrate more on becoming who God needs you to be. When you get that hunger, that drive to become who God called you to be, you have a desire to want to be married. It'll never leave you, but that won't become your sole top priority because you want to be in the will of God and God will send you who you need. He knows exactly who you need. He knows that the person that you need, what they will bring to you and what you will bring to them. 
But you got to start working on you and finding you. And know that you're worth everything. God made you the way he did for a reason. So know this. We deepen, we digging deeper this year. We going deep. We're not turning back. We're going forward. And we're going to discover all who God created us to be. Because you're not here put on this earth to chase a man. You should be chasing after God. He's the only one that you should be chasing after. It's after him being in his presence, knowing who he is, knowing what he has next for you. There's so many dreams and uh, uh, things that's laying inside of some of you that has been dormant for years, just been laying there. Because you've been so occupied pursuing a man, a grown man, a grown, immature boy. You've been chasing after him. You've been trying to hold on to him. And God is like, let him go. You don't know what I got for you until you let him go. God has something better. You know, God gave me a, a, a word early last year. My, no, I take that back. It was in uh, 2019. And I was going through a situation. And I thought that it should have been. But God told me this. He said, don't be sad. Don't be mad. And don't be bitter. Because I have something better for you. You got to move on. What you thought was it, God going, I'll top that. Let that go and I'll show you just what I've been having for you. I've been waiting on you to just release and let this situation go. There is something so much better for you. Stop wasting your time. Stop wasting energy on a person that does not care for you. He said, get into my presence. Let me love you. Let me introduce to you true love. You've never experienced true love. You need to get into his presence. I'm telling you, there is so much peace being in the will of God, doing what he's called you to be. And so what? You 43, still not married. So what? You 47 and still not married. So what? Who cares? Your life is not over. It's not. Do you know how many people I know that is 50 some years old, been married since they were 16 or 17 and not happy? Do you know how many people I know that got married at 25 and they're divorced today? Do you know how many people I know that are in their 60s 
and their husband has never been faithful to them, never treated them right, and they wasted all those years investing and pouring themselves into this man and he still didn't care for them, all because they felt like they could not live life without a man. They couldn't pursue their dreams or anything without having a man. That was their dream. It's getting a man. But they had talents and gifts that they were sitting on. Never pursued them. Never went after them. The man didn't even care if, he, if they did their dreams. He didn't invest in them. He didn't love them. He didn't respect them. And they said, oh, he loved me. No, because love doesn't hurt. Love does not hurt people. It doesn't. You've been tied to this man for all this time and he's cheated. He's lied. He's mistreated you. He's just disrespected you, called you out of your name. It's not even raising your children. He don't see, I'm going to tell you something. A man that does not love you, he doesn't love the children that y'all even had together. You cannot separate it. And people can say what they want to say. You cannot separate that. Because when that man loves that woman, those children that came out of that union, he loves those kids. He'll take care of those children. He'll do right by those children because he's doing right by her. He loves her. But a man can lay, marry you, lay, and have kids by you and still don't care nothing for you or those children. That's why a man can be in a household and the children be there and they still don't feel his presence because he don't care. And that's just the truth. So we got to wake up and stop thinking that our life exists because we got a man. God did not create you that way. You're so valuable. You're so precious. You You are worth so much more. But you won't know your self-worth until you get grounded and rooted in the things of God and the Spirit of God, the Word of God begin to show you your self-worth. And God never intended us to be uh, without a spouse. He knows how important that is. But you can't let that dominate and rule your life where that's what you chasing after forever and ever. I want more of God than anything. God is so soon to come back. I don't have time to marry somebody that's not in the perfect will of God. He's got to be in the will of God. He's got to be pursuing God and doing what God has called him to do. He's got to be walking in his purpose. You don't have time to try to hook up with somebody and train them to be a man of God. You'll be forever working on that person. And you will never be doing what God called you to do. When God send you a person, you and that person will connect. 
and it'll flow. Matter of fact, what you're doing and what he'll do, what he's doing, it's going to match. It's going to work together because God is about putting people together for ministry. And a lot of people, the only reason why they want to get married and they say, oh yeah, I want to do ministry. No, you want to do bad ministry. You ain't about trying to do ministry, winning souls and changing lives uh, for the kingdom of God. You about bad ministry. You about your ministry, your needs being met. God about, what about me? Get your life. You got to get your life. You got to start living. I'm telling you, you got to start living. You got to. You got to start doing what God called you to do. And I'm going to tell you, once you start doing the will of God and doing what God's called you to do, walking in your purpose, God will show up and bring who your spouse is to you. You won't even, it won't be a sweat and you won't have to work hard. You won't have to do anything. You'll be so engrossed in doing what God called you to do that God will just bring that person right into your view. Because I'm telling you, I told the Lord, I want who you want for me. And I know when it's from you, I will not want for anything. Simple as that. But don't be like your grandmama and your mom and them being stuck in relationships because now they got babies and stuff and they, where I'm going to go, what I'm going to do. So you stay in a relationship because you don't want to have to change. That means I got to work hard. See, when you got kids, your children look at you. You're training your children every day what to accept, what to tolerate, what to put up with. By you staying in those kind of environments, you have trained. And that's that's also a large problem, too, in, in, in families. We have watched mothers, grandmothers, aunts stay in relationships with men that they should have walked away from from years. Your children grow up with a mindset, well, daddy did this to mama, and mama stayed there, so it must be okay. That must be the way of of norm. That must be what it is in a relationship. No, it is not. Who's going to be the one to change the whole course? Who's going to be that one in the family to say, you know what? What happened to them? It stops here. I'm not putting up with that. I I, I, I flat out refuse to put up with that. I would not tolerate that. I ain't putting up with no man that think he done done me a favor by marrying me. Come on now. And I got to put up with all that junk. No, when I'm I'm the I'm the blessed one, I'm the highly favored one that walks into your life. 
No, sir. See, when you begin to know your self-worth, you be like, "Uh uh-uh. And you can spot stuff a whole lot sooner. When you realize your self-worth, you will spot a joker a mile away. I kid you not. Because the Spirit of God begin to hear the discernment with kick in. And you go, "Uh uh-uh. Nope. And see, you'll carry yourself away a certain way that where they won't even be comfortable to approach you. So they'll see you. They'll like the way you look. But they'll be like, no, I can't approach her. No, you sure can't. So begin to know your self-worth. You're so much more than what you realize. So we're going to pick up this next time. But until then, you be blessed and I'll talk to you at the table again.